You are now listening to the Doula Road Trip Podcast. My name is Jariel and I am a certified doula. After a quick and unsuccessful start in the birth industry over six years ago, I am returning in order to turn my passion into my career. In this show, I am going to share with you my journey and my hope is that we together can start up and stay up doing the work that we absolutely love. This podcast will be a resource, it will be a tool, and it will also be a point of reference for you as you start your journey into birth work. I want to share everything that I wish I knew before I started and answer some frequently asked questions that constantly pop up in birth work even now six years later. I would love for you to be able to find inspiration, to find community, and to also be encouraged that the work that you love can absolutely be the work that you do for the rest of your life if you want. So let's go ahead and get into the show. Okay, so hey everybody, welcome to another series that I am doing for World Doula Week 2021. Today, I have the opportunity to talk to a newborn care specialist. She's also a nanny, and we're also going to talk about postpartum doulas just because I feel like that all kind of is married into everything that she does. So I am going to let our special guest introduce herself. I'll let you tell a little bit about your story, and then we'll just dive right in and start to dissect um, the different roles that you can play in the fourth trimester for growing families. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, everyone. My name is Chevelle Frederick. I'm a newborn care specialist, elite newborn care specialist out of the Dallas uh, area. And um, I've been, and I'm also a um, agency owner. I own, I co-own Harmony Baby Concierge uh, with my business partner, Alexis Courtney Torres. And um, I've been a newborn care specialist for about uh, four and a half, five years or so. Um, I've worked for other agencies. I've worked um, as an independent and then started an agency uh, a little over a year ago with my business partner. And uh, prior to that, I was um, a nanny. I started, I started nannying in about 2012. I fell into it actually. Um, I went back to school after having a complete different career and a completely different career field and went back to school, was going to do um, uh, nursing and do, be a NICU nurse. That was my goal, um, but completely changed things because um, I'm horrible at math. So I, so I decided to um, go into some uh, to psychology and anthropology. But while I was in college and going through, you know, full time schedule, I fell into nanny. Um, I began with uh, an infant and um, a little toddler, and then um, my big jump into kind of babies was uh, I worked for a single dad by choice um, as a nanny with his two month old twins. Uh, it started working overnights and ended up ended up um, just really loving infants and found that was my niche. 
And then about uh, four years ago, four and a half years ago, um, I had been hearing about being a newborn care specialist. Um, I took some training, an agency took their, uh, took a chance on me, and then the rest is history. And so now I actually have my own agency and, um, and I'm very busy and I love what I do. Wow. Okay. So let's start at the beginning. So you started off as a nanny and then you went into like newborn um, care specialist sort of like role. So kind of like, what is the difference? People might be thinking like, if you're a nanny, aren't you a newborn care specialist? So what, how do you describe what's the difference between the two? So being a nanny, you can work with all different types of ages um, and different types of roles. Some nannies uh, work only with children. Maybe they work with toddlers. Maybe they work with school-age children. Um, right now, a lot of nannies, because school is remote and virtual, they're doing a lot of education work that they weren't really meant to do. Um, some nannies do housework if they um, are... Um, if that's what they negotiate in their contract, um, they'll do a lot of housework for the whole family or whatever. Um, and some people are just, um, th there's temporary nannies, there's travel nannies, there's all a huge, you know, a, a plethora of different types of roles that you can play in that. And most of the time you're dealing with socialization of children, you probably do driving them back and forth to school. Um, you are, um, like I said, educating them at home now. It's more individualized care during the day also. Um, uh, most names, you may hear the term night nanny, which is very similar to newborn care, um, but it, there's, a, there's a little bit of a difference. They're not doing as much education, but a newborn care specialist actually um, educates the parents on how to um, really how to learn how to how to be with their baby, how to teach them how to sleep, developmental milestones that they may meet, um, helping them with feeding, um, helping them with getting rest overnight. So there's a lot of, it, there's, there's a big difference um, because also as a nanny, you kind of take your, um, your instruction from the parent. The parent is the employer. They're really having directing you your day of kind of what they want done with their child versus a newborn care specialist. You're actually in there to help teach the parents how to deal with the baby. And most of that is done overnight. Not always though. So there's a little bit of a difference as far as doing that. Myself, I did it um, simultaneously. I was actually kind of a hybrid. So I actually started nannying. And then when I got into newborn care, I started doing two to three nights a week working with clients um, while still doing my nanny job during the day. And then eventually uh, about a year and a half ago, I just went completely over to newborn care uh, because my clients were demanding more nights of my time. So um, it's this very big difference. So Chevelle, talk a little bit about like newborn care specialist training, right? Because I saw a fantastic webinar with you through newborn care solutions. And that's how I actually found out about you. So for people who may be wondering, like, what does it mean? And what does it look like to train as a newborn care specialist? Can you talk a little bit about like what you learned and like kind of what that process was going through um, that training and certification? Yes. Yeah, so um, I started off uh, with foundational training 
um, through Newborn Care Solutions Institute is actually where I took that, that training and I've taken um, most of my training through them. Um, so the, the foundational is really just about feeding, which is about um, swaddling is teaching you about the developmental milestones of a baby from when they first get home from the hospital, different um, maybe skin conditions that you may that they may have, what it what a normal baby looks like, you know, um, from head to toe, just all different types of kind of it's not baby 101, but it, it really does go into um, how to help parents transition kind of into parenthood and how to help them overnight, different things that may happen overnight, um, how to do tummy massage when they have gas, um, what a lip tie looks like if they have a lip tie or a tongue tie, um, and then the kind of resources to get to help parents through that. Um, so the training was great because it gave me a lot of information. Um, and since then, because I have just, I just loved it. I've taken um, new parent ed, 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 through different programs, new parent educator training, because I would like to, you know, I wanted to know how to better um, teach my parents and what other learning um, um, different ways that people learn um, and what's how to best deliver the information and how to make it fun. Sometimes um, I have taken sleep training, uh, a sleep training course. Um, that specifically talks about, you know, how to get a baby to stretch longer at night. Um, I've also taken, let's see, postpartum doula is something that I, I do a little bit of, but I would love to take a, a class. I just haven't had time to do so. Um, but um, what else? Uh, respectful newborn care. I've taken a class for that. Um, all of those things kind of develop you into the best newborn care specialist that you can be and how to relate to parents because dealing with babies is, you know, and helping the babies overnight is one aspect of it, but you also have to be supportive of the parent, you know, of teaching them what to do when you're not there, um, what's normal, what's not normal, what they should go to their pediatrician for. So those are all um, parent education pieces. Um, that go into the role as well. And some of that you just have to learn as you go, you know, learn how to support parents as you go for that. I love that. Okay, so talk about some of the things that you think are excellent characteristics to have if you want to be a newborn care specialist. So I feel like um, if you have an easy time talking to parents and making sure that they feel at ease, because you know, after going through birth, it's pretty traumatic, especially if it's a first time parent, they don't know what they're doing. They hear things from their mother-in-law, they hear things from their, their sister, they hear things from their neighbor down the street. And then they don't, you know, they don't know that they're empowered. They are that baby's advocate. And so I love to build up a parent. So if you have the ability to talk to people um, and make them feel at ease and make them feel comfortable. You have to be a good listener because sometimes what they're telling you and what they're doing, actually what you see them doing are two different things. So you need to be able to um, listen and hear what they're saying and also kind of interpret um, what, they, what they're trying to say and what they really wanna do. 
um, being a problem solver um, because your brain is actually working really well while mom's brain is still kind of in a fog. You know, they have hormones that are trying to regulate. Um, they sometimes can be very emotional with, with, with their baby and they just don't know, oh, I forgot you have to warm up a bottle or, oh, you know, I forgot. Babies don't need to be in front of the television at 10 o'clock at night with all the lights on. Oh, you know, just so, so really being able to communicate and talk to them in a very um, um, supportive way, but also getting them to kind of see the light, so to speak, and trying to come back to earth from having their baby, um, that's really important. So if you can be a good communicator, be a problem solver, be very supportive, and also a good teacher, um, then I think those are some really great qualities um, that, that help parents. Yeah, I love what you said about information coming in from different sources, right? So as a postpartum doula, sometimes we can give an assessment um, of some things that we've noticed or um, challenges that we've seen um, while we're caring for a newborn baby that we may have to deliver to like the parents because they may or may not be aware. And so the information that we're telling them may or may not contradict with information that they've gotten from like a healthcare provider. So like when you are in that situation and that is brought to you by the parents that um, the healthcare provider may have said something different or suggested something different, how do you navigate that situation, right? So I always just let, par let parents know, you know, okay, that sounds interesting. That's something. Um, and to make sure that it's something that maybe if you don't know, be open to learning and go back and do some research too, just to make sure. But um, I let parents know, you know, hey, that's that's some very interesting information. Um, if, so, for example, if it's about sleep, um, I can explain to them, well, you know, that may be true. Um, in my experience with all the babies that I've dealt with, this is what I've seen um, work and what hasn't worked. Your pediatrician is right about X, Y, Z, but I've also seen this happen. And I know when my, my, the, my most successful clients have done whatever it is that I'm trying to get them to do. Um, and I'll, I'll use storytelling a lot to emphasize that what I'm telling them actually works and may take two or three, oh, I had a baby here that was doing this, you know, it may contradict what the pediatrician says, but I can explain to them that baby is now sleeping, you know, through the night and they're, you know, 10, 12 weeks old. Um, oh yes, I had this problem with this baby and the pediatrician said something very similar, but this was the outcome, you know? And I also asked them, if you're not really sure, maybe get a second opinion, you know? Sometimes we get pediatricians that are very set in their ways and very, you know, um, you know, they don't have uh, um, up-to-date information. Um, and so I also encourage parents to do their research you know, as well. So just trying to kind of plant seeds in their mind of, you know, well, that sounds great. And, and, and that may be true and whatever it is you want to do, that's what we'll try. Cause I'm here to support you, but I also know that this has helped. And, you know, if you're not ready to try that, then I'm not going to push because that's going to make them not trust me and not think that I'm being supportive because at the end of the day, that baby belongs to that parent. 
you know? Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about that. So we are in a time where we are strangers, right? Coming into someone's home and we do want to build trust and have strong communication. So do you have tips for things that um, we can do when we do meet a new family for the first time and we're just getting to know each other and we are going to have a long relationship of like four or six or 12 weeks? Like what can we begin to do to um, introduce ourselves and build trust with that family, um, especially as a new newborn care specialist? As a newborn care specialist, I say one of the most important things to have um, before you even arrive to that family is a great resume and letters of recommendation um, or, you know, references. Somebody, if you've worked with them, a baby before, even if they are an older baby, a family that you've worked with that really just sung your praises, um, make sure that they have that available. If you, if you have been a nanny or if you have been um, a postpartum doula and you had a great experience with a client, um, if you've done some babysitting, you know, and you don't have a lot of experience, but you have uh, some babysitting that you've done um, and you've worked with a family that really, in, you know, you clicked with, have a great letter of recommendation. Um, and then when you first talk to that, that client, or that potential client or client, um, make sure that you're warm and fuzzy. You know, you that's that's really I think um, what helps a lot. Being real, being your genuine self, be who you want to be when you show up to their house every night. Don't be nice and fuzzy, and then all of a sudden when you get to their house, you're kind of cold and distant, and it's your way or the highway. Because, like I said, ultimately. Being supportive is making sure that that family understands that this is their baby and you're here to help them. And you want to do whatever you can uh, to make this experience um, as, as wonderful as possible. You have an opportunity to help parents at the very beginning of becoming a family. And so if you can um, understand what that means to that word means family and and how families bond and grow together encouraging you know i don't have a problem saying you know sometimes parents are like can i hold my baby you absolutely can hold your baby can i feed my baby come on in here and sit down next to me and feed them and, and be a listening ear that's how you gain people's trust um with the most precious thing that they have you know experienced um you know, so be that warm and fuzzy, warm hug. Someone told me on time, I sounded like I was a warm hugs and I was like, oh, you know, so, um, so I try to be that for every client um, that I can be, so. Talk a little bit about your newborn care specialist bag. So having a doula bag is like big in the doula world, especially as a labor doula. But I'm also realizing that as a postpartum doula and serving people in the fourth trimester, it does mean having things available, especially for like overnight care. So is there anything that you pack in like a bag that you take with you every time you're serving a client? Um, I probably take it mostly in the beginning, um, then towards the end, because they'll usually get whatever products I'm, I'm, I'm looking for. So um, I ask parents if they have a sound machine, most, most, not all, but most newborn care specialists will use a sound machine. I usually try to talk to them about it before I start, but if they don't, I will grab mine off of my dresser and bring it with me, or I'll have one on my phone, you know, an app on my phone. Um, I bring a baby log and make sure that I log in everything that I'm doing overnight um, to, so I can tell the parents during 
doing, you know, the handoff in the morning, you know, this is how much they ate. This is how much they, you know, they had gas a little bit. This is what I did. It also I'm giving instruction and it also gives them trust. Again, what we were talking about before that I am attending to their baby. Um, sometimes I take different swaddles with me, um, depending on how big or how little the baby is and which one works best. Um, I have my own swaddles. Um, that first night, I may take a baby doll with me so that I can kind of have them do it as I'm doing it. Um, but I take that rarely, but um, sometimes that um, a baby shusher that people have the baby shusher actual device themselves. I actually use mine on my phone so that I don't have to carry a bunch of stuff with me. Um, and it works just as great. Um, and you can adjust the, the, um, the volume up or down. Um, what else do I have in there? Um, mostly swaddles, like I said. Oh, I do have a little, it's a little um, rubber glove that actually has like rice in it. So it kind of feels like you have your hand over the baby. And if they need to feel like they always need to, you know, be being touched, it kind of helps and just feel, give a little bit of pressure here on top of the chest as if you're holding them. Um, but I don't use that too often. It's just for those babies that are just like, hold me, hold me, because I don't hold babies all night long. I don't rock them all night long. I actually teach them how to sleep in their crib um, gently. Um, and so um, sometimes little babies need a little bit more, but, um, oh, and I have a red flashlight. I have a red flashlight that I use because white light has a lot of blue light um, that's stimulating behind the eyes. And so at night while I'm fumbling around in the dark, trying to help a baby out, babies can't see color until they're about what, five weeks old or so. And so that helps to kind of disguise, you know, what I'm doing at night and not, um, not stimulate them while they're trying to sleep in a dark room sleep environment. Wow. Okay. Now we're all packed and set. Okay. So you are the marketing maven, which I know from talking to you just a little bit offline about like different ways to get in front of people who may be looking for your services. So for people who do want to start to market as like a nanny, a postpartum doula or a newborn care specialist, can you talk about some um, of the awesome tips that you have for getting out in front of families and getting booked and busy? Yes, uh, it's funny you said that. I just learned by experience. Um, I like networking a lot with people. Um, I tell everybody what I do. I always have, like, from, from when I started nannying in the beginning um, up to now, I tell everybody what I do. Um, I might see someone in the store and, you know, pre-COVID, obviously, um, and, you know, say, oh, my goodness, are you expecting? When are you expecting? Oh, that's awesome. I'm a newborn care specialist. What's that? Uh, I like to take care of babies overnight so parents can get rest while they're sleeping. Oh my gosh, I could have used you when I had, you know, my first baby or, you know, I'm talking to a grandma, you know, when I was a nanny and I was doing overnights um, and nannying during the day, I would take my charge to the park and, you know, they'd be swinging or whatever and I'd see a grandma or something or another nanny. Um, I network with a lot of other nannies and I tell everybody what I do. Hey, tell your mom boss 
that, you know, if she's expecting, I'm available. Um, just talking about it a lot. Um, not too long ago, um, I was getting my nails done and this lady came in and we started talking about her tennis shoes because I had saw, um, you know, seen them before and I wanted, had questions. And so I said, oh, a client of mine had those same shoes. And she said, client, what do you do? You know, she's getting her, you know, services done. And I start talking to her. Next thing I know, she, I found out she is a pediatrician of one of the largest pediatrician groups here in the area. And she had been looking for someone that she could refer her clients to. And so always have your little elevator speech is what my, my personal mentor has taught me um, is to make sure you're talking about it. Other things you can do, um, you know, have your business cards available. Um, you know, and you, if you don't have a website, if you don't have any of that stuff, either, either one will work. If you have a website and not business cards or whatever, just have something where people can, can contact you. Um, I post, I used to post a lot in Facebook groups, um, in parent Facebook groups, um, parent nanny groups, people always, Hey, uh, you know, I'm looking for a nanny or whatever. And every once in a while, you'll find someone who'll say, Hey, I'm looking for recommendations for a night nanny or newborn care specialist or maternity nurse. And what they really mean is a new, you know, overnight person to help wash their babies. Um, does anybody have, um, have someone they can recommend? post in there, you know, respond there, or even have a friend. If you don't want to do it, you're afraid to do it, have a friend tag you. Oh, I know this person is a great, you know, great with babies overnight. And then you can come in and say, oh, thanks for tagging me. You know, always thank the person who tags you. Always be gracious. And then, um, and then comment and say, hey, get a hold of me. Um, even if you all, you can also just make a small ad yourself and say, hey, I'm available for overnights. This is what I do. Um, I would love to help serve you. I would help, love to help you. And then other people can comment, oh, I'm contacting you, you know? Um, and then even if that person doesn't respond to your tagging um, on their post, or if you don't hear anything right away, it's in there now. So when people go to do a search in that, those groups, for night nanny, newborn care specialist. Also make sure you use those words, use your hashtags and all of that. Um, then in their search for it, it will come up. And later on a year from now, you'll be, you'll be like, oh, how did you hear about me? Um, I saw it in a Facebook group. You must've made a, a post a long time ago. So it's always advertising and that's free. You don't have to pay for ads. You know, you don't have to do a whole lot, post a picture with you and a baby, you know, maybe you're holding a baby, something that a parent is going to go, oh, she knows how to do that job. Oh, okay, great. I might contact her. Things like that. Love, love, love. Okay. So we got some great marketing tips as I knew we would. So thank you so much. <laughs> and then um, you used to work solo, right? So I know for, for instance, like when you're working solo, sometimes you do need like backup or other people that you can refer to. Can you talk a little bit about like how you've built up like your personal like network and community of other people that do what you do? Absolutely. Um, Pre-COVID and hopefully soon um, because everyone's getting vaccinated. Um, 
we, I used to meet up with a lot of newborn care specialists for breakfast. We'd all get off a shift at 7, 7.30 or whatever, and whoever had time and could make it, we would set a place to meet in the morning for breakfast um, and just all meet up there and say, hey, I'm available um, if you know of anyone who's looking for overnight help. Or you can um, get together a Facebook group, um, a messenger group. We have a messenger group where we actually post, um, and pretty often in there, we just check on each other also. Um, but also, hey, can anyone cover my nights tonight? I am you know, not feeling great, or, you know, I have a have to go on vacation, or my client wants extra nights. Does anyone have availability? Um, fill in, do some fill in work. That's how you get in with those networks. And then two, because this is all built, a lot of this is built on reputation, you do a great job for your colleague, and they're going to be the first person they think of to send jobs to you. Um, Hopefully, again, when the world opens back up again, we can all meet up for different um, conferences and everything like that, too. And in, even now, um, reach out to someone who you know is a newborn care specialist or nanny or whatever and just tell them, hey, I'm, you know, in this city or over here or I travel. A lot of people travel for this. They don't just stay in one market. They will go other places. So you can reach out and say, hey, I would love to um, get to know you just like you did for me. You reached into my DMs and now, you know, we've talked and, and now we're a resource for each other, you know? So that's how you get to, that's how you get to network and, and meet people um, and find work. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about like challenges or things that you wish that you knew when you first started that you know now. Um, so we can just kind of share like some wisdom with people who may be just starting and just hopping into this work. All of the things that we talked about, just that's <laughs> what I learned. That's why I can roll it off my tongue now because I learned a lot of that stuff um, um, just by trial and error. Um, let's see. Um, first off, I think don't try to charge what someone who is seasoned in this work has charged because, um, it, you know, there's a lot to learn. It don't, you just, you know, don't take training and then overnight, okay, I'm a specialist. You have to get, get your feet wet and learn a little bit. Um, also don't market yourself too low because then you kind of undercut the market, you know? Um, and it's harder to go from, so for example, in the Dallas area on average, it's 25 to $30 an hour um, for experienced newborn care specialists um, with some year, a couple of years, not, you know, 20 years or anything like that, but anywhere from, you know, two to three years of, of experience, it's not uncommon for that. But so, you know, if you are marketing yourself at, you know, $15 an hour, you know, that's going to undercut the market a little bit. And when you do try to come back up and, and have a higher rate, people may be, you know, it may be harder to do. Um, so find out, do your research on what your market is like for starting out and kind of where some of the higher, you know, higher paid newborn care specialists are. Um, have, this is something I don't normally tell people, but have uh, handouts, have uh, deliverables to help you um, give to your clients. 
you know, something I developed over time that made me feel, look and feel more professional was, you know, having a baby schedule um, to give to a parent because they're looking for that. They're looking for help to, once you're gone even, what do I do with this baby? Now we've we prepared all of this time for birth. Now what do I do with this baby after birth? Um, make sure um, you have, like I said, business cards or a website. I did not have a website as an independent just because I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> it was it was just hard for me. I don't know why. Now I do. I actually hired someone, um, my daughter, who is a graphic designer um, by her by her profession. Um, we hired her to put our website together. Um, so if you you know if you don't can't do it yourself, find someone, a friend, whatever. Um, um, decide who you want to be your ideal client, and also decide who you are going to be as a newborn care specialist, kind of find your niche, you know, do you like working with multiples, you know, um, can you be a, a, an expert at working with multiples, maybe you're help, working with babies that um, have feeding issues, find your niche, so, and find your ideal client, so there's so much, there's a lot of it, but those are some good things to, to kind of think about before you start. Yeah, no, I absolutely love that. You dropped so many good gems and so much knowledge. I feel like I want to go ahead and like start to wrap our episode up. What are any like last minute things, tips, tools, resources that you feel like would be helpful um, to people who are starting out? And then where can people find you online? I know you mentioned like a few things that you might have coming up. So mention anything that you have coming up, any mentorship trainings, any anything like that? Um, so let's see, wrapping up. Um, don't be afraid to try it. Don't be afraid to um, find someone as a mentor and be able to ask them questions um, and be realistic about um, working in this field. It's tiring. Um, it is a lot of energy. Um, it's working at night, overnight a lot. Um, and it can be long hours sometimes and for, you know, longer periods of time. So um, just be realistic of why you're getting into this work. Hopefully it's to support parents and to help babies um, along in their first, um, you know, in the fourth trimester, so to speak. Um, so um, get training if you want training. It will help you quite a bit. Um, and there's lots of different trainings that help with um, working with babies in that first or in that, um, fourth trimester. Um, so never, um, think that, you know, everything make, you know, you're, you're always going to learn when a new family is going to teach you something different. A new baby is going to teach you something different. Do your research. Um, so those are some of the things and, and, um, yeah, read up on different things, um, and, and reach out to people. I think that's, very key. Um, you can reach me. Um, my company's name is Harmony Baby Concierge, and my email is Chevelle, C H E V is in Victor, E L L E, at Harmony Baby Concierge.co, no M, C O. Um, so that's my email. Um, and let's see, did I cover everything? You asked me something else. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I think you did. No, I think you cover everything. Um, I want to thank you so much for everything that you share. I'll make sure to um, drop every, all of the links in the description for how people can get a hold of you and get in touch with you if they do have any questions or they want to reach out. Um, and I really appreciate you and the work that you're doing and how you're just showing up in the industry to spread so much knowledge. Like you have such a wealth of knowledge. So thank you so much. The webinar that I've seen with Newborn Care Solutions was fantastic. This episode was just as fantastic. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Eventually, I will have some coaching coming up, um, um, but I have to get all of that, you know, all my ducks in a row before I release any of that. But um, hopefully I will be able to do more coaching one-on-one. And so I appreciate you reaching out to me. Um, You've given me some ideas when we've had our personal talks. So, um, and thank you for, um, just being concerned about the industry overall and bringing more information out there to people. It's really important. Yeah, thank you so much. Okay, guys, so we will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you guys so much for joining and staying all the way to the end. Definitely let us know what you think and hit up Chevelle if you have absolutely any questions. I will bring to you guys any information and updates about her coaching program, so stay tuned.